How's everyone doing? Oh, I think fine. <laughs> everyone is here. I have literally no idea what where we left off last time. So, well, we, why don't you guys? Why don't you guys talk about where we left off last time? Because I feel that the ten second recap that we do at the beginning of the show sometimes isn't enough for our people. <laughs> Fair. All I know but, is the title of the last episode was "Clack Like the Wind." <laughs> that's wonderful and i remember little sparkle giving the guy the guard an invisible potion after she knocked him out <laughs> and after that i don't know what happened after that we ran we ran yeah I we managed we to got clear the last the checkpoint because there was a knocked out guard and no one to tell us no okay <laughs> uh then that's where we left off. And where are you guys at now? Uh, New Murder Town. No. (laughs) We believe, I mean, we're about to, we're on, let me see. I thought we got into the... uh, Yeah, we're inside the... the, We're uh, in District 3, right? Yeah, Yeah, we managed to clear into District 3, and we were heading towards the uh, scientist building with the weird water hatch. I thought we'd gotten in there. Well, we just gotten in there. No, you hadn't gotten to it yet. No, we still. Uh, I mean, we just got through the main we ended gate right as you fin- passed the checkpoint. Yeah, so now we yeah. have that entire square or plaza or whatever to cross. <laughs> yep. You, do you guys have any other questions before we start about game or the way that something works? You, anything you've forgotten about your character sheets or feats or anything? Yeah, are we? We're not even close to nineteen, or we're not. It seems like it's been a while since we leveled up. Uh, well, let me see where I have you guys. Um, right now I have you guys. At a uh, hundred and twelve thousand nine hundred and seventy XP, level nineteen is at a hundred eleven thousand. Or sorry, a hundred and nineteen thousand. So okay. we are not leveling up right now. No. <laughs> okay. We are one fight away. Maybe. That, if you were one fight away, that would be a hell of a fight. Chances <laughs> are you wouldn't survive it. <laughs> oh, I would. Because the thing is, is that is like XP per person, so you'd have to multiply that by five, <laughs> and so that's 30, what you would be facing. Yeah, we'll, we'll just fight all those tanks. That'll get us up there. We'll be fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just okay. Just farm the tanks around the area until you're high enough level. <laughs> So we are currently <laughs> on a tank. Just drive the tanks to other tanks. Headed for the water tank. We're headed for the science station near the Black Archive inside Zone 3. Correct. Okay. Uh, to inventory, we did create forgeries of the scientist badges based right. on the one that I stole. Right. Right. And we have the um, the glyph. Yes. We have the glyph. The that supposedly will get us into the Black Tower. <laughs> we'll see. The Black yes. Archive. Which hopefully will glyph correctly. 
<laughs> and the plan is once we get to the scientific labs to stop being who we are and start being scientists in disguise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Probably after okay. we've knocked out all the actual scientists. And only some of us will be scientists because the scientists tend to have a guard escort. So mm. They do or they don't? They, they do. do. I, we had, oh, we had previously observed them being escorted by guards. Yeah. I'll make a great scientist. Do we? Yeah, we have telepathy going on, don't we? Yes. I think I think you should make a great the opposite of a scientist, yeah. as you look more <laughs> like a guard. Orm and I are in the tank? Yes. And a you water are tank. In the tank. You are inside the broken tank that doesn't latch. Yes. Yes. We left uh, a, a dead guy in our wake. He's and not dead. Driving. He'll be dead. There's another tank coming through. <laughs> He'll be squat <laughs> like a pumpkin. That'll be something for them. To no, I, I explicitly dragged him off to the side so uh, that he would not be squished like a pumpkin. Thank you very much. So <laughs> if he's invisible and he gets squat like a pumpkin, does his blood remain invisible? No. <laughs> as soon as as soon as you uh, <laughs> on that invisibility potion, if I'm not mistaken, the, back, the minute that you are. Blood. Disrupted or bumped into or something, it, it so wears off. So as soon off, as he it? was injured, yeah. even unconscious, then that mm. would no. Uh, no, this I particular unconscious before I fed him the potion. It, this particular potion, I believe, lasts a scene unless he actually possibly attacks someone, uh, and it, I think attack. even then, because you guys sprang for the good stuff. <laughs> so, um, if, so if he were theoretically squat like a pumpkin. The interesting thing about it is, is um, it lasts an encounter, right? Yes. Which means That's sixty seconds. So us uh, walking away from the scene. Yeah, basically, the <laughs> moment that we switch scenes, <laughs> that thing wears off, uh, and almost certainly, no encounter or scene lasts over two sessions. So just because this new <laughs> session started, almost certainly that guy is no longer invisible. Mm-hmm. That's that's the weird narrative, uh, <laughs> uh, like uh, strict interpretation of the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm willing to say that there's like some kind of small grace period just <laughs> so that the narrative is not just ridiculously stunted. 45 uh, seconds. You get 45 I mean, it is, it is something like that. It might actually be until somebody bumps into him or something. I'm going to do a continuous shot. Just keep going. So, <laughs> uh, so the ones you have is you become invisible until the end of the encounter or until you attack. So <laughs> yes. uh, if he wakes up and slaps somebody, then you guys are in trouble. All <laughs> right. Should we do this? Yeah. Everyone yes. knows where their mute switches are. Yep. Excellent. All right. Here we if go. If he were theoretically killed, would he remain invisible? No, because again, at the end of the encounter, uh, it the invisibility goes away. All right. Any other questions? Oh, I realized. So I, I kind of lied when like. <sighs> We had the ink blot thing. And I was like, "Oh, there's absolutely nothing in my bag of holding except for that egg." I had explicitly put the <laughs> freaking pass rune in my bag of holding, and I never made any scene where I got it out of the bag of holding. But I also uh, would have noticed if there was like bits and pieces of pass rune when I dumped the bag. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what you want to do about that. You can just deduct me a bunch of gold, and we can say that I did that. I don't know. Hmm. Oh crap. Interesting. You just gave. Oh, he's gonna kill us. 
He's gonna kill us all. Yeah, we'll uh We're all gonna die. We'll we'll say that at some point you actually put it somewhere else. Okay, thank you. Sure. I was just I had forgotten that, that I'd done that and then only realized it when re listening again. Yeah, no, that's, that's all right. I don't listen to the shows. <laughs> it, it, it only you can't find yes, out you're is. wrong if you don't pay attention. Yes, that's why Matthew <laughs> doesn't listen to the shows. Okay, any other comments or questions? Okay. At this point, what, one final thing. Sure. Because we may be going into combat. At this point, everyone should have an action point. Uh, at this point, everybody should have a full rest. You guys have not had any encounters of any kind, so you should be as though you had gotten a complete rest, which okay. means you will have one action point. All of your healing surges will be topped off. Your um, hit points will be topped off. All your dailies and encounters are available, okay. um, except for Orem, who picks some of his dailies and utilities. Yeah, and and cool. just to remind us what winter. What, uh, okay. Okay, are we ready to go now? Yep. Yep. Okay, yeah. here we go. In three, two. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and expressing how much you love the show with your friends and spreading the good word, because that is how we grow through your word of mouth. So get out there and do it. We're back this week. We made it through the gate. We made it through all the uh, little checks. Uh, we bowed when we were supposed to bow. We were supposed to uh, step where we were supposed to step. I think we're all ready to uh, to go forward. Left the unconscious guard where you're supposed to leave the unconscious guard. Yes. So, Rodrigo, please right. take us somewhere. So, last time on Critical, on Hit. Critical, Critical Hit. Yeah. <laughs> on Critical Hit. I, I was trying. No, no, that went that went well. That that it, I mean it didn't, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh. No, I was just I was just waiting for uh, Rob to resume. Clack 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 So you guys uh, were uh, have made it into the district that the Black Archive is in, um, and where are you guys heading? Uh, we're heading towards the building where we previously found all the scientists studying the magic water. Okay. Uh, so you guys um, make a, a direct path for that, and it's not very long before you start to see kind of a commotion behind you. Uh, it starts with just a few people approaching, but soon more and more people are wandering over in that direction. To the gate? Yep, to that last checkpoint. Mm -hmm. I'm a clack casual. <laughs> okay. All right. It's time to get ourselves over to the science building and get out of this thing as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. We want to get into the archive before they make this connection. 
Um, I would say at this point, plan A of meat back at the water building is already busted. We are not getting out the way we came. So we're going to uh, immediately go to plan B of try to get out through uh, the sewers. Okay. All right. Um, you guys clack over to the science building. Clack, clack, clack. There are, uh, again, it's kind of this big round building with a big uh, kind of dome-like thing on top. Um, a, uh, a scientist type and a soldier type uh, come out to meet you. Oh, hey. The uh, the scientists are like, oh, it's you guys are just in time. Great, we're in the water. You know, you know what's going on over there. No, well, that happened shortly after we got in. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, probably doesn't concern us. Well, just come around here and we'll hitch it. All right, I'll follow him. Okay. Uh, you follow him around to the back of the building. Oh, go ahead. Were you going to say something, Sam? Oh, is he gesturing like, I guess, is he, uh, if we're moving the tank, I was going to say I hop out, but if we're moving the tank, then we can all move together. Yeah, we're moving. They're moving the tank. Okay. Um, he gets to the back where there is this... Uh, Array, we'll say it kind of very much looks like the, um, it's basically two rails that lead up to the top with these big blades poking out of them. Not like sharp, swordy blades, but like the blades of a, uh, like a forklift type thing. And, uh, the scientist guy just kind of motions at him. They're coming out of the top of the building, you said? Nope, they're coming out. Basically, there's these rails that go from the bottom of the building all the way to the top of the building. Um, and attached to the rails, as though they ride the said rails, are these two blades coming out. Uh-huh. Oh, is this... Do, do I think that, like, the tank is supposed to basically... Like, this is a conveyor belt? Sort of, yeah. Okay. That would make sense. Uh, so I'll tell... Telepathically, you say to Cat, where the I think the tank is supposed to ride up on this. All right. How do I do that? <laughs> um, um. Would it be like a Arcana check to figure this out, or? Hmm. Be like a mechanical check, probably. Okay, yeah, which, which I think been Arcana. Yeah. Well, well, since this is like just strict uh, mechanics, we'll actually throw it under thievery because hey. that's the that's the catch-all check for that. Sweet, oh, I am good at that, so I will make a thievery check. Um, okay. I have a thirty-three. Uh, thirty-three is pretty good. Um, well, yeah, it's probably supposed to go like the blades will probably go right where the legs join the body. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty sure he should back into it and then the blades will do the rest. Okay. Uh, so she'll telepathically communicate to back in. All right. Oh, maneuver. Clack, 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 clack. Okay. 
the uh, scientist guy uh, messes with a panel and the blades come up and they come to rest more or less where a uh, little sparkle expected them to. Cool. And then he just kind of stares at you guys. Back up. Cock, 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 cock. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? Uh, can uh, I figure out kind of what... I mean, so they put the expectation then for us to get out of the tank? Is that the idea? Well, backing up more seemed to, like, really uh, freak him out. Sure. She'll, like, say, yeah, tell him how to like, say stop. Uh... And, uh... This so, is yeah, precision it, equipment. Sorry, sorry. And hop out of the tank. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Mm, I'm gonna jump down as well. Okay. Smoke bombs might be a good Should idea. I continue? Telepathic. Uh, I mean, can I get an insight check to try to read if they're waiting for the driver to hop out or if they, they, they're waiting for him to do something else? Sure. Cool. Say, can I do the same? Sure. Uh, I have a 26. Okay. I have a 43. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, um... You both are pretty sure that the driver is supposed to get out. Okay. All right. I'll uh, park it and get out. I will okay. te- telepathically communicate to Sakar or to Oram and uh, Randis. We're getting out of the tank. Um, from where, kind of where, I guess we've got the butt of the tank facing the scientists now. So if they hopped out, they'd be like right on scientist face. No, uh, the butt of the tank is actually facing the building. Oh, okay. So if they hopped out now, they might not be noticed. Uh, no, because the, the hatch is on top. So oh, if, got it. if they hopped out, they would be noticed by everyone. Fair enough. Okay. Um, and this is presumably taking them to the roof of the building where they will mm-hmm. also be noticed by everyone. Possibly, yes. On the plus side, on the plus side, we're getting into the uh, into the scientist uh, area. Yeah. Okay. So she'll say, "I guess ride to top, and I'll tell you. I'll try to keep an eye on you guys to tell you when it's safe to hop out." Okay. All right. So the guy just like messes with a panel, and the tank starts going up about halfway up. Uh, there's a clanking noise as a secondary uh, set of things clamps onto the tank. And then basically they like flip it onto its back. And uh, <laughs> the faulty uh, hatch springs open. The the thing gets to the very top, and you guys base essentially lose sight of it because this building's pretty large. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like it's not very high, but it's wide, so you kind of lose sight of the tank as it crests to the top of it. And yeah, you guys hear like this loud like clank, 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 clank. 
And uh, the scientist guy is like, oh, there's something wrong with the latch. <laughs> like, oh, it's just it's just not a day. You know, it's just not a day unless I have to climb to the top of this thing. <laughs> so uh, he walks over to another panel, opens it up and starts messing with that. And this like little set of like handholds just pops out. Um, right besides the the rails, just just a bunch of individual handholds. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna open this up. You guys can, you guys are clear, I guess. Just make sure that all your paperwork's ready." Are of we course, super visible right now? No, actually, you're kind of not as visible because you're behind the building. It's like, um, so all of the buildings here face the archive like the front of the buildings face the archive so imagine this so um let's see the mountains are on the west side you guys are basically coming in through or sorry on the east side so you guys are basically coming in from the north right um so smack south of where you guys were coming in is the archive itself then there's the four buildings at either at, at the corners of this giant plaza, and they all face the archive, right? So think about that diagonal that's facing the archive. Right now, you guys are in the farthest south southeast of the no, yes, farthest southeast. Um, essentially behind the building, which faces the archive. So you're kind of like, um mostly blocked say if somebody was behind the nearest barracks building they might be able to see you but again that commotion has kind of pulled everybody a little bit away so right now there doesn't appear to be anybody like directly looking at you except you know for that guard that's right next to you who is about to be going down yep (laughs) i'm gonna put that guard down okay okay um who all is down here? Cat, Little Sparkle, and Sakar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep. I'm I'm willing to. As soon as the scientist is, I'm guessing you're waiting for the scientist to go up, or are you gonna try to knock him out too? Uh, we'll we'll wait for the scientist to get up up there, uh, so that it's not obvious that we so that we don't have like the opportunity for one of them to yell for help while we're knocking out the first one. If okay. he's up there, though, how are we gonna bring him down without him yelling for help? Well, I, that's Randis and Orm's job. Do you tell Randis and Orm this? Yeah, so she'll be like, <laughs> scientists coming up, we're taking down, uh, the guard down there. Your job is to surprise him and knock him out before he can yell for help. Okay. <laughs> how, how high up is this uh, thing that he's up on? Well, um, yeah, it's probably, it's not too high. It's maybe like four stories up. Oh, okay. But I mean, you know, if he were to suddenly turn around to look down and see what was going on and someone pushed him from behind. Well, to his death. Well, he definitely is very likely that he'd break a lot of things. Okay. Also also consider that this is a dome. So if you push them, he'd actually roll for a fair distance (laughs) before he actually rolled off, you know, as it tapers out. So if you push them, he would actually only have a direct fall for about a story. Mm, okay. Maybe we should take him down on the ground. All right. 
then she'll, I guess that's fine. So Sparkle will like do a kind of mental one, like be like, uh, you take the guard, I'll take the scientist and uh, do a one, two, three, and we can jump him at the same time. Done. <laughs> okay. Excellent. One, two, three. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, neither one of them sees it coming. Um, so uh, Ket and Sakar can basically bash the scientist out or the, the soldier out and Sparkle can essentially jump up and like essentially yank him off of the handholds and just mm-hmm. essentially guide him as he's falling so that he just lands on his head. Sure. She kind of suplexes him down. <laughs> Sweet. So are we out of the tank at this point? Nope. You're okay. still stuck in the tank because nobody let you out. Well, well, well I thought we there. were able to get out on our own. Yeah, That's why the broke. hatch was broke. Well, something's latching onto... Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys are inside the tank right now. Okay. All right, can you guys get out? We've got uh, handhelds uh, ready for you. I don't think we can. I can't open the hatch. I think we need to go up. Okay. Maybe our ingress. Maybe uh, our ingress. Sure, that's reasonable. All right, let's. Uh, we'll meet you up there then. All right, so do the three of you climb up? Yep. Well, Sparkle certainly starts, and we'll try to get a lay of the land once we get up. Okay. Uh, you climb up. You do get a good vantage point. Um, you know, no like crazy alarms are being sounded or anything, so you're fine. Uh, when you get up there, you find that, uh, in fact, these guys can't get out because there's two hatches. There's a hatch to the... Uh, tank, and then the hatch that leads into the building, and that was never opened because it couldn't latch onto the other hatch. So, is there a reverse switch somewhere out there? He was the scientist was climbing up to oh. correct it, so yeah. there must be some kind of a switch to back it up so we can get out or open up the other uh, hatch. You can, can the open hatch be opened yeah. where where it is. You can basically. The hatches are right up next to each other. You okay. can open the other hatch, which will uh, essentially then open both hatches. Got it. And then Randas and Orem will fall into the building. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Presumably then, into uh, a water reservoir. Is there room enough for uh, the three of us that are not the two of them to uh, be up here so that we can all jump in when we open the hatches? They're really isn't a way for all of you to get it because the hatches are right up next to each other. Sure. Sure. So you can't fit through It's So essentially you, you know, you have two options uh, as far as I can see, unless you guys can think of something else. You can either open that hatch and then Randus and Orem fall into the building and fend for themselves once they get into the reservoir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you guys go around and help them, or you basically lower the tank back down and just get out here. Um, but even though nobody is particularly looking at you now, you are going to be out in the open. Oh, so. uh, that's actually the right play. Um, so oh, she's like, all right, let's lower the tank back down. 
a we will jam this building from the outside. I think I've got a pretty good idea of how this door works to buy us time so that everyone will have to stay inside and can't report that something went off with the water shipment. Mm-hmm. And we can go from there to disguise ourselves as guards inside and try to walk right into the Black Archive. Okay. I'm, um, I'm not understanding the plan. Sorry, what plan? The plan that you just said. Oh, so. uh, we back the tank up. Everyone gets out. Because we're not, especially, like, because of the fact that we can get it to the back of the building so that it's not super obvious what's going on. And because they expect some people to get out of the tank anyways, we get out of the tank, we round the corner, we reappear as the guard scientist escorts. I jam this building so that the scientists who are currently inside of it can't get out anytime soon and that no one can get in anytime soon so that if anyone goes looking for the scientists or the scientists try to get out to warn anyone, they'll have a hard time of it. And then we go into the Black Archive. How will we, how will we jam the building? I can break locks the same way I pick locks. I think I can do it. It. How many entrances and exits are there? There's just the one I was in the building before when we were scouting yesterday. All right. And they don't have any communications inside to uh, to alert anyone that they're stuck. I mean, it's possible, but they when um, I would think not, considering that. When the guard was alerted uh, by uh, whatever was going on when I was scouting yesterday, he came physically to check on the scientists Uh as opposed to calling them in some fashion. Okay. And if nothing else, it'll buy us a little time. That's all I'm in for. All right, cool. Let's do this. Okay. All right. And eventually the tank is back on the ground. We hop out. Okay. Okay. Stretch the legs. Ah, yep. ooh. You guys are soaked. <laughs> well, good thing how to disguise can disguise that. That's good. All right. What should we uh, make ourselves to be here? Uh, I would say Randis Norum, you two can take B scientists. Um, what was the approximate breakdown that I saw? I forget when, when the guard escorts, it was like three scientists, two guards or something like that. Okay. So, all right. The three of us will be scientists. I'll take point on the talking and Sakar and Ket can be guards. What do these scientists wear? I'm, I guess I'm asking Rodrigo. What's yeah. the scientist on the ground look like? Um, he's like, basically, yeah, he's actually wearing like essentially a, a, a white lab coat okay. with a little, uh, um, um, coil insignia. Okay, like basically an armband with a with a coil a symbol on it. Um, also, like uh, basically, they wear they base their their lab coats are tucked into these like black gloves. Okay, got it. Orem is a guy with a shock of white hair, a lab coat, and black gloves. Yep, goggles nice. goggles are optional. 
Actually, actually, Goggles never are mandatory. mind. Goggles actually are mandatory because the hat of disguise dictates that you have to wear a head slot item with it. There you go. So, oh, you have to turn your hat of disguise into goggles. Okay. Nice. That's, that's but great. you can decide whether they're goggles you're wearing or goggles you're just wearing on top of your head. Uh, <laughs> mine are extra, are super extra thick glasses. Oh, okay. Um, I have goggles on the top of my head. And the white hair's gone. Okay. Bald. <laughs> Bald now. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I will hand Just the me. people who are supposed to be scientists the forgeries that we created of the badges. <laughs> I'd say Randis probably ends up looking a bit too much like Randis in a scientist outfit and normal arm. That seems acceptable. Okay. Okay. Oh, and uh, every everybody human. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I am now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that all they employ? Is that all that we've ever seen the coil employ? Well, are humans. Here's the thing. As you know, um, the masks can actually fit Kenku beaks. So some of the soldiers could be Kenku, as far as you know. Um, Sparkle does know that as you get higher up the chain, the uh, the non-humans kind of start out. drawing out. Yep. What yep. about uh, minotaurs? <laughs> yeah, minotaurs are manual labor. They ah, they're okay. never they would never be in the archive or platform three. Okay. They're the most dis- one of the most discriminated races on the continent. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, Sparkle will be a like kind of uh, stern looking. Cuban woman with like brown hair and like a tight bun. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you guys are three scientists and two soldiers. All right, we you start walking towards the uh, archive like we belong here. Okay. Uh, everybody, oh, give me an that, natural sorry, check. I will actually do the thing that I said I was going to do, which is try to make a thievery check to jam the lock on the door. Okay, go ahead. Cool. Uh, can I use my, uh, I guess, yeah, the, my necklace of keys would definitely apply as it is something that involves locks. So, uh, nice. Nat 20 for a 44. <laughs> nice. All right. You... Uh, we're, how how exactly would you like to jam it, like so that it so that it can never be opened, or like it can only be get, open from the inside? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, y- you know, you roll well enough that you can like set a timer for it. You know, whatever you want, just okay. Um, I mean, it, it can it can be opened as of like twenty four hours from now. Okay. Really big chair jammed under the. <laughs> she just finds the a, biggest it, chair. It's a it's a chair made of ice, which will melt in exactly twenty four hours. Yeah, there we go. Perfect plan. <laughs> why would they have that? Yeah, that's the really weird question: is why do they have? It that? is. There was They're, a chair like, convention. Ice chair manufacturing. There was the chair convention there last night, and that was their centerpiece. <laughs> what it, <yeah>. Ice <laughs> chair. Yep. All right, but you can never tell with the coil. These guys are crazy. They are. <laughs> What are they even doing? All right. So, uh, 
basically, uh, you guys walk to the front of the building, um, and you guys make like a little casual barrier as Sparkle turns around and you just hear like click, 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 and then just essentially pushes past you guys um, and starts walking towards the archive. We follow. Okay. Are the guards visibly armed? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to have to have uh, part of our disguise be arms, or is that even possible? Um, it's possible. I think the height of this guy is like also hides, also disguises your weapons. So okay. if you have something on your back, you can disguise it as some sort of zappy gun. If you have like a wand or something, you can disguise it as basically a wand because these guys actually straight up use wands. Say if you had a pair of swords. Um, two zappy might, guns. Yeah, you might have the somewhat conspicuous two zappy guns. Since they are kind of two-handed weapons, there's a. Uh, it it would look weird, but only if somebody saw you directly from behind, and possibly only if it was like another soldier who was like, "Hey, boys, like I got two of those." Okay. Probably sheath one sword, and it would not be visible, right? Uh, you can definitely put one sword in your haversack, which mm, seems like a pain in the butt. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's do that. Put it in the haversack? Yes, and then I will have a sword disguised as a frap gun. Well, don't you have... Uh, I'm sorry. Isn't one of your swords like a short sword? Yes. Okay. Yeah, in that case, you can do like a uh, back... Uh, like a back scabbard and sidearm type thing. Okay. So, yeah, th that'll be fine. All right. Because some of these guys actually just have like kind of like big utility knife type things. Okay. So you can just something do that. that. Something that would not be conspicuous, but if, yeah. if sortiness begins, there will be sorting. Right. Okay. All right. So uh, you guys head towards the archive, and as you head over there, uh, nobody really bothers you because now there's a big crowd uh, at the checkpoint. Can we hear anything? Uh, yeah, you can hear like rubber, 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 rubber. Oh no, they're robbling. Oh no. <laughs> Protect your hamburgers. That guy clearly said watermelon cantaloupe. What's this all about? <laughs> yeah, rhubarb, rhubarb. It's a farmer's market, run. <laughs> Carrots and peas. Carrots and peas. Carrots and peas. Okay. I'm serious too. All right. So you guys uh, arrive at the front door. Of the Black Archive, which again is a and a very tall rectangular building, um, black uh, and featureless except for the top floors, which have these like runes um, around um, basically where the where you would expect the ceiling and floor to each of those floors be. Maybe the top four floors have that. And how many floors in total? About twenty. Okay. Twenty-one with a mezzanine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're talking 200 feet tall building if you used feet, which we don't because this is the central continent. Yeah, because this is because this is Rodrigo's world and I'm terrible at distances and measurements. That's cool. So, yeah. Again, 
you know, it's like, who knows how any of the layout is. Uh, Sparkle has some uh, very dated schematics for individual sections of it, but, you know, you guys don't really know much about the layout. We're going to go inside now. Okay. So... Uh, if I believe from the scouting before, there was like a place where I we had previously seen where that little rune slot would go. Yep. All right. Well, we'll head towards that. Okay. You arrive. It is just uh, the smallest little alcove uh, where the front door is. It's like they specifically made a, a door that was like uh, narrow and doesn't. Uh, say that it would be difficult to uh, you know, attack mm-hmm. or, or get a force through. Mm-hmm. Which makes... Oh. No, which one? I will take a deep breath, really hope that this thing still works and try to put it in. Okay. You fit the rune stone into the slot, uh, it glows, and the door slides open. So, put it back in her bag and walk on through. Okay. We follow. Inconspicuously. Yeah. All right. But one at a time, not, you know, three at a time where we get wedged in the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything slapstick? No. Because it's <laughs> more fun. The world is more fun with slapstick. Yes. Okay. So you guys walk into the Black Archive, which is also very dark on the inside. Um it is at least this hallway, this front hallway that you're into, uh, is only lit by two things. One, uh, kind of these uh, rail lights uh, along the bottom and top. Uh, they are light blue. Um, and then, of course, the other thing is the ghostly outline of the hat of disguise, disguise as you guys are wearing, Uh-oh. through which you can see yourselves as you normally are. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So, oh. anti-illusion magic? Something like that. So, yeah, basically, you guys see, you know, if you look at Orem, there's a phantom outline of a, of a scientist um, with Orem inside it. Somebody help me. The scientist just ate me. <laughs> okay. Are there visible people at this point? Not at this point, no. Are there any, uh, like, uh, eyes of seeing gems or anything mounted anywhere? Oh, give me a perception check. Oh, great. I love perception <laughs> checks. Uh, do, do we all want to do a perception check? Can we? Um, I would let Orem and Randis, who would be the immediate... Uh, 20, yeah, sure. Every, you know what? Everybody go 28. Okay. 27. You guys have me beat. 21. 32. Ooh, nice. Okay. He's wearing his goggles. That gives him it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Randa's spots no obvious scrying sensors. Mm-hmm. Is there... We are in, You said we're in a corridor? Mm-hmm. Like a, is there more than one way out of where we are? Nope. There's Do just we, the way you came in and then the way forward. Is there an elevator that with a button that says up? <laughs> there is not. Are there stairs? Uh, there is not. There's more corridor, which then appears to maybe split into multiple corridors up ahead. 
but no signs. I think no, we should... no signs here where you are, definitely. Okay. I think we should it. continue down the corridor and, and make a run for it and see if this is something that's merely in this area or if the whole building is pervasive with magic anti Are there any alarms going off? There do not appear to be any alarms going off. Okay. Let's book it. Agreed. Yes. Okay. You guys run through the corridor. That's my running music. You arrive at a... Let me. Where are my notes? Here we go. You okay. arrive at a Demogorgon. No, uh, oh, not a Demogorgon. Oh, that's my favorite kind of cheese. Yeah, Demogorgon Zola. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, shoot fire. I can always count on you, brother. Yes. I can always count. On you. <laughs> <laughs> no shield. <laughs> uh, so let's see. You guys arrive at the end of the corridor, um, which basically splits off into three separate corridors, which are labeled one, two, and three. Uh, One on the left, then two in the center, then three on the right. And are we still translucently? Yes, you are uh, out of that corridor into like this smallest little kind of vestibule area uh, that leads to these other corridors uh, and you are still glowing and and I will point out that the outlines actively glow they are actually putting out light like if if say some stealth were to happen you would actually be penalized if you have an active hat of disguise at this maybe we should just drop the shroud let's deactivate the hat agreed Uh, sparkle will trade out her hat for her uh, normal uh, head slot item as yeah. was Sakar. Ket's going to put on the crown of whispers. <laughs> Back to my goggles. Okay. Okay. We all have better hats. And yep. we're in the dark. Incidentally, if you do any of you not have a head slot item that you could trade the hat for? No, I think we all do. Oh, okay. Which is good because I was going to say, you could, just, you could just deactivate the hat if yeah. you don't have mm-hmm. anything better to swap out. But sure. I have if a everybody does, teleportation. Okay. Giant I thought you were going to force us to have something else to wear or glow for eternity. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, five years. <laughs> All right. So okay. for a brief moment, uh, everybody stops glowing, put something away, and then there's a, uh, a quick montage of bandanas being tied, uh, <laughs> rounds being fitted, helmets being strapped, and goggles. Goggles being snapped a little too hard. Uh, (laughs) That's going to leave a mark. All right. (laughs) So there you guys are now uh, looking more like yourselves and not like there's a ghost on top of you uh, clipping through your mask at uh, corridors one, two, and or three. Oh, boy. Do we have have any idea... Of what I mean, goes do I, on like from my out of date uh, plans that I got any idea of at all? Um, you can uh, infer that if there was some sort of like maybe um, emergency stairwell, it would probably mm-hmm. be on the side that corridor three would lead to. 
if there was going to be some sort of main elevator type thing, it would probably be down corridor number two. Got it. And what floor was Lux supposed to be on again? 13. 13. I still like emergency stairwell. We can walk. Yeah. All right, let's go to three. All right. You guys take corridor three. Zonk. What? Yes. Home of the Demogorgon. No. No, <laughs> fireball. Um, so, yeah, you guys go I down corridor three, uh, which is... Uh, continues to be lit by that uh, those tracks, uh, but also has uh, light coming from some of the walls. So just kind of it's like bright walls. Uh, say as you're walking through, so on the right side of you, some of the walls are glowing. Would this be a good time to be invisible? He said in his head to his friends. <laughs> uh, presumably, whatever is. Uh, making the how to disguise not work would also work on invisibility. Yeah, would it? They're both Is, illusions. Do we know that? We did, do. We know. I mean, that I don't both know for sure, but I would. I, uh, you I, do. You you would be able to figure out the the type of spell uh, that it was. If it so, if um, I'm gonna let guy out. Okay. Yeah, you can just good way to test. Yeah, go invisible. Okay. Uh, he turns into a like a little cartoon outline of himself. Neat. It's weird. Like you see the outline of his eyes and like his mouth and stuff. Like it's not just like his silhouette, like his eyes and his mouth and his nose and his wings. Like they're all there, but you can't see through them. It is like somebody drew like a two D drawing of him and then when he turns around or like if he shifts or whatever it is i mean it's like he's cell shaded make him say zoinks he crawls back into the bag all right well good old conventional stealth it is yeah we're all good at that (laughs) all right well let's just try to do what we can. Okay. So, like, are you guys sneaking around, or are you, like, running through, or... Can we find the stairwell? Uh, you stairwell? infer there's a stairwell down this way? Um, <laughs> there's plenty of corridor, um, and it does kind of turn, we'll say, to the right up ahead. All right. Uh, is there any places that, like, are... Like, doors on the way or are we just in pure corridor um that depends are you did you as soon as you walk into the corridor stop moving to test the invisibility theory or are you just walking through it right now i would say we should test the invisibility theory as soon as we kind of walk from where you're from where you're standing kind of in a little uh suspicious semicircle there uh does not appear to be any doors down the corridor Okay. Uh, I'll scout ahead and see if I can find basically a utility closet, someplace that we can uh, have a base as we move forward and try to find out where we're going so that we're not all maximum exposed. Good call. 
I go scouting. Okay. Give me a stealth check. So we're, sure thing. we're wearing still our um, jumpsuits, right? No. No? Okay. I so. Yeah. Because of the hats of these guys, I don't see where you would. Okay. We're in full gear. I have a 39. Nice. Okay. You, uh, so as I mentioned, there's kind of these uh, lit walls. And as you scout forward, you see that there's kind of this like weird glowing broom. Not like a broom that you would clean with, but like a Mm -hmm. fog. Um, And uh, in these like, glass panel type things uh and after the first one you spot a door uh it is on the side of the panels um i will kind of press my ear to it and see if i can you know hear people moving around in there okay um it does it is it's very noisy in there you Mm -hmm. might act it might actually be people or it might be some sort of like machinery or something Yep, and it does sound kind of like <laughs> mostly. So that could be what the panels are. Okay. Um. Uh, I will move past that for now. Okay. Uh, you move past it. Uh, there's another big long panel, and eventually you get to the edge of it and there's um a door that has a pretty heavy duty um latch on it which appears to be locked at this stage okay uh again kind of press my head to it see if i can hear anything inside yeah past this you don't really seem to hear anything okay not not necessarily i mean it's a big heavy door so you know some amount of soundproofing potentially like not sure. purpo- not necessarily purposeful but you also just don't hear anything past it. Okay. Uh I will attempt to pick the lock. Okay. Give me a thievery check. I have a 31. Okay. Uh you pick the lock. Okay. I will it clicks a little bit loudly but again those panels are kind of making noise so it's sure. not too bad. Then I will attempt to uh, quietly open the door. Okay. You quietly open the door, and you see down that way a hallway and some stairs uh, at the end of it. Oh, cool. Uh, can I tell uh, the stairs are presumably going up? They, yeah, they go up a little bit and then to the side. Um, but yeah, there's no, nothing heading down, just straight, straight upstairs. Um, and... It's kind of a, yeah, it's like, it seems to lead into this, like, up maybe six steps and then to the side and up, kind of like into this uh, specific kind of stairwell situation. But there's, like, also these little steps that you can see right from from where you are. All right, then she'll telepathically message the group. um, uh, Proceed forward. Um, You don't have to be too quiet. There's lots of noisy machinery. Um, So just come meet me. I found some stairs. Okay. We move quickly. All right. Uh, you guys move quickly. Um, and uh, as you're moving quickly, um, 
as you basically pass one of these panels, um, the a little bit of the mist clears up, and you see a coil fly man inside, and he just like looks at you as you run by, and then like reaches over and pulls on something. Um, at which point the uh, stair, like the door, just slams shut in front of Little Sparkle, and you guys hear this loud kind of. Uh, bassy, thumping, repetitive noise under your feet, or more like, like you feel it is like boom, boom, boom. Wow, I think we probably ought to stop it right there, because, holy cow, why not make you fret uh, for a whole week? <laughs> right? Uh, Next week, we'll roll up new characters. Uh, this time, I get to be the magic guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Says the guy who turns into giant snakes. Yes. Yes. All right, everybody, that wraps it up for this installment. Thank you for downloading and listening. Uh, please spread the good word. Uh, use iTunes. Use your your favorite gaming group. Uh, let them know about Critical Hit and help us grow bigger, bigger, bigger. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are Critical Hits. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. 